You're listening to The Power of Us on Revolver Podcast. El mundo enfrenta una pandemia. Encuentre respuestas y acceda a información veraz y confirmada en el especial de NTN24 sobre coronavirus COVID-19. Escuche los contenidos de NTN24 en su plataforma de podcast favorita. Hey guys, welcome back to The Power of Us. This is Abel. And this is his wife, Rosie. I got a story to tell. Really? So, I'm over there. I'm just minding my own business, okay? Mm. Just a regular day. Another mm-hmm. day in the LBC. <laughs> All right? All right? I'm over there. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm over here by a place called the LBX. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to have my lunch. Okay, I'm by myself. Uh, You're not with me. Oh, yeah, I, that's exactly what I was going to say. We haven't gone had to did, lunch at the LBX. Did you, did you not tell me, did you not hear me say that you're not with me? So as long as yeah, I'm not why? with some other girl, it don't matter. It does matter. Oh, it I want to eat. I like to eat. I'm eating right now. I'm eating you get hungry butter. too? I, I eat a lot. Oh, yeah. Oh. Every time you eat, you have to know Rosie's hungry too. You know what the problem is that with that though, baby? Mm. Is that when we go eat, all right, you order <laughs> and then I order. <laughs> and then you leave all the plate, and then you leave me feeling like, damn, we just spent 40 bucks. That's I got to wh- eat her food. And then I gain weight, and then it, and then it makes <laughs> but me But I want to share, and you don't want to share your salad. At okay, Fantasies. you know what? That's, that's another topic for another day. Mm-hmm, all right, so I'm sitting mm-hmm. there. I'm getting my food, and behind me, to the left of me, there is a brother and a sister, okay? And they're chit-chatting and they're having lunch. What do you mean, brother and a sister? Like, they're blood-related or like... African American. No, not no. Christian? No, no, no. no. Like, They're not African American. Y no son not, brothers. No son Cristianos. Okay? No son brothers. What are you saying? No. Brother and sister? No. They're actual blood brother How and sister. How do you even know if they're brother and sister? Oh, I know. I, I knew. As soon as she was talking, I knew that that was his sister. You're that person? So that check this spies out. on people's conversation? I had nothing better to do. So I was just pretending my phone died. All right. And so I just started looking is. around. There and it I just is. Started phone. To, okay. Mm-hmm. I just started looking around and I just started. I don't know. Anyways. So. Brother and sister are over there talking. They're eating their food. And she starts talking mess about his wife. No. Yes. Tell me he said something. No. That's the thing. He's, she starts talking mess about his wife. She don't cook. She don't clean. <gasps> she don't do anything. She don't take care of the babies. Le right. That's why they're fodonga, always sick. Floja, yep. mm-hmm. that's, why the, that's why their babies are always sick and have colds. And uh, he was just sitting there. Dude, he wasn't, that's he wasn't up. upset. He wasn't laughing. He wasn't nothing. He was just sitting there taking it. Like not saying anything. That's wrong. Is it wrong? Yes. That's exactly my point, Rosa. How many mm. times has something ever happened at the with the Riveras? That's what I want to know. Has any has this ever happened with you, Rosa? You right where you I did cannot. not stick up for me. That's what I want to know. I cannot believe you right now. You have some boldness to Do you. Do I? Yes. Do On I? Wednesdays, apparently Abel is more bold than any Why? other day. Because we know you haven't defended me. It is a for sure. We have lived oh it. Oh, my god! And you're over here assuming I haven't defended okay, you. Okay, when that happened, Rosa, we were not married. Okay, We, we were dating. I was mm-hmm. a lot younger. I, I was, was a lot dumber. Hurt. And I didn't know. It. This was my first real relationship. All right? So I'm sorry. You know what? We're going to get to that. We should. All right? You know what? We'll get to that one, it's too. a real this thing. Is, this, is a, this is a back and forth question. Because it, it, it's really, really painful. Like, thank God now we can joke about it. But for a long time, I would say you don't defend me. Remember? Please, please put down the spoon. Put down the spoon. It's she's full of pointing, butter. She's it's pointing a the, spoon at me as she's saying it's this. It's a teacup spoon full of peanut butter, peanut butter. Thank you, Keto, that I can eat peanut butter. All right. Or coffee. Okay. I, I really was hurt for a long time that I felt you didn't defend me. Mm. 
And and it's a real thing. And we're joking. Thank God we've gotten to this level. It took us a long time to get here. But I have a feeling there are some couples. I've, we've been praying for you. And we've received your messages at some of our podcasts. Have you in tears. And we're really touching your hearts. And believe you, this is what we want to do. We have fun. We're, wa- we're, we're real. We're raw. We're, you know, we have playful banter. But our purpose is to really get into your car and really make an impact. Yeah. So, you know. Have they talked bad about you? Like, you know, as you're listening to our podcast and listening to our examples, think about, has your husband stood up for you? Did your wife, did you stand up for your spouse? Yeah, I okay. think that, that's today's topic. So who's going to start? Uh, well, I think you should start. I should start what? I think you should. Has this ever happened? Have, have, what, have, have you not? Has yes. anyone, has an outsider ever spoken bad about Abel Flores and you not said anything? That is a three-part answer. That is a three-part answer. <laughs> it's Damn. a three-part answer. That is complex. Okay, it is. It There's is. layers we're, to this. We're going to because it goes deeper and deeper. Okay. We're going to start off with strangers talking badly about you. Mm. People we don't care about. Mm. People that don't mean anything. No nos mantienen. We wouldn't take their advice, so we don't take their opinion. So, social media. When people talk badly about me on social media, I'll sometimes leave it. I'll usually leave a bad comment, you know? Mm-hmm has to be really offensive for me or hurt my followers for yeah. me to delete. Now, when they talk about you specifically, because I'm talking about you, I'll delete it. Yeah. And I'll block. Mm. I don't let people like that get into my world with my husband and my kids and and speak badly about you. Yeah. I don't fight with them, though. I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to sit here and have to defend you. I don't have to defend you to them because they don't matter. Right. And I know you and you know me. Um, but I do delete their comments and that's my way of defending you, of and saying you don't belong in my space. I think that's something that we both do. And I think that that's the correct approach to go about it. Because in that situation, these people, what they want is a response. What they want is to see you upset. What they want is to mm-hmm. get your attention. Right. And if we give that to them, even though you would be defending me, I think you're doing just a, just the same amount. It's not that you're that we're embarrassed of each other or yeah, that no we way. don't want to defend each other. Mm-hmm. It's just these people are not worth the time of day and they don't deserve our words back to them when there's so right. many great people exactly. that need either advice or Prayer. that have encouraging things to say exactly. to us exactly. that they deserve our responses. Right. So I'm with you on that. I've right. done that as well. Because yeah, you've never defended me on social media. Oh my God, are you kidding me? No, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding because honestly, you'd be there all day. <laughs> yeah. Like, But no, and I don't take that personality out. I, I, I like that our approach and that's what we teach our kids. Don't yeah. sit there and fight with people. Especially not defending yourself or defending each other. Um, there's, there's really not no against point. strangers. Really, there isn't. Yeah. It, you know what they say about us says way more about them, and they're right. probably hurting. And I don't take it personally anymore. Mm-hmm. I know that what people speak is in their heart, and they're probably really full of pain or anger. So yeah. anyway, so that's the one part. Second part, I have not defended you once. Really. I know. I'm, I am really rosy. I know. I'm the rosy the defender. Yes, uno defensora. Defensores. Yeah. Yep, that's me. You're, that's me. That's me. That's like, me. That's yeah, me. I, I thought I saw you instead of that guy with the bigote on the bus once. <laughs> You're so stupid. I thought it. I swore it was you. It couldn't be Larry H. Parker. It had, no. Okay. It had I could, be I'd be Marsha Clark. Okay. Just okay. so you know. All right. Um. No, I I did fail you once. Um. When, when was I don't this? know if you remember. I don't know if you were there or if you can think of it, but it's always been on my heart mm. um, because it was 2012. 
2012, mm-hmm. October 31st, 2012. I remember the day specifically. It was the last time my brothers and sister partied together. I mean, a pastor wasn't there because it was a Thursday and he's at church, but it was Halloween and Che and Lupe had just made up and we hadn't hung out with Lupe in years. Like yeah. we're talking like years, years, probably seven years. And so Che was really happy. This is after that, that picture that came out where they yeah, were hugging she, went, she to go went to go visit, go visit him mm-hmm. so she was like hey i need my family she was going through a really rough time and she wanted her brothers and they got like a banda and you and i went remember and yeah. obviously you and i don't drink and but they were drinking they were yeah. all drinking and my brothers are, are special my my whole family is special like we're rough yeah you, you that if you want to hang out with the rivera family you better one be really witty yeah and two you better hang because they're going to say some jokes and they're going to whatever they can find and if you shoot back they're going to they're going to go right back really quick like my brothers are really witty that's what i love about them um but but you were new to the family in the yeah. sense that we had just been married like a year or less and other than that they were getting to know you um but lupe you didn't know at all right mm-hmm. so lupe you you had probably seen him at the wedding and that was it so uh They, Jenny and I were sitting across, that sounded weird. Che and I were sitting across from you, Gus, Juan, and Lupe, and they were all drinking, and they were a little bit behind you because they were, like, passing something or something was going on. And in that, Lupe makes a joke about you. Mm-hmm. And I got really hurt and mad, and I thought, that's not right. You don't know him like that. No se llevan así, is what yeah. I thought. Because Juan and you do. So Juan and you go back all day, and you guys were getting to that point. And Juan and you had shown a lot of love to each other. And I think if you're going to show love, then you have the right to show, I don't know, truth or discipline or whatever. But in my heart, Lupe had no place. But because Lupe was just coming into the family, mm. I didn't know if I had a place to tell him anything. Like, we were just treading waters of, like, do I tell him something? Like, hey, chill, that's my man. Right. Even though from Pastor Pete, we learned that that's what you should do. Right. Remember that time he was preaching and he said, they were talking about my wife. And Wait, Pastor Mona? Yes. She's Ooh. a saint. Seriously. What, like, what would anybody say about her? Uh, she's too nice? I don't know. I, you know? I, she's too cute. I, I I think I just saw her on a candle at Vallarta the other day. <laughs> You're so we love you, Pastor Mona, but I think it was his family. Anyway, yeah. Pastor Pete showed us from the altar, like, when someone speaks badly about your family, you stand up, whether it's your family or her family or a cousin or anyone, you say, hey, that is my wife now. Yeah. So he taught us that and it really stuck with me and I didn't do it. I just, I stayed quiet and I looked at Juan like, what the heck, man? Because Juan and I were closer at that point than Lupe and I. And Che saw my face get bothered. I think you had no idea. You were just like messing around and and, um, I don't know if you remember or if you, but I did. And yeah. I didn't say anything, and I just got really quiet. And Juan told Lupe, like, hey, chill, man. You know, Juan's, yeah. always, Juan's always a guy. He's like, hey, you know, it's not funny, man. And um, Che, I'll never forget, goes into my ear. And before I say what she told me, I'm going to tell you guys some context. When I told everyone I wanted to date Abel, Che and I was real, che is real straight up with me. We're always real straight up with each other. So she was like, uh, Abel, the guy that sings on the church 
band. And I'm like, it's called worship team, whatever. The guy that sings on the stage, it's called an altar. No, that guy. And she's like, yeah, whatever you guys call it, the guy that sings nice. And I'm like, yeah, his name's Abel. And she's like, you're ridiculous. And I'm like, what the, what do you mean? Why am I ridiculous? He's a nice guy. Yeah, yeah, he's a nice guy and he can sing. And yeah, but he's 10 years younger. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, you're dating someone 20 years younger. Like, what are you talking about? She's like, yeah, yeah, but it's different. You know, Fernie and I. <laughs> and I'm like... But she was really honest in that she's like, I'm afraid for you because that 10-year difference can really weigh on the marriage and marriage mm -hmm. is hard to begin with. And I don't know if it's one of the reasons she was with Fernie or didn't marry Fernie or not, but that was the love of her life, her soulmate, and she couldn't marry him for whatever reason. So she was just concerned. But she did tell me, if you want to do this, I'm with you, even though she, she didn't agree and she right. was honest with me. Well, fast forward to we're married for about a year now, a year at Yunos Meses, and she sees that Lupe is making fun of you. Yeah. And I get really quiet and I just, like, I shake my head and I'm like, dude, that's messed up, man. And, but I didn't say anything. Um, I'm really bold with the rest of the world, but sometimes standing up to your family can be harder. Yeah. That's and she, true. she looks into my ear and she looks at you and she says, sister, he's so beautiful. Mm -hmm. And I, I can still, still have yet, like I get a knot in my throat because I knew exactly what she meant. Yeah. She and she said it. She says he not only puts up with your crazy act, but she, he puts up with your crazy family. Yeah, and that's beautiful. You you got a good one, sister. And I really loved it because Che, when she realized she was wrong about things, wow. she was one to say something. Wow. And so she was saying in in short words, "You you did well. You know we're not. You know Jenny and I are not very good at picking men. Jesus literally picked you <laughs> because that's one of my biggest defects. And thank God I'm done with that. But um, you know, she just really was showing me like, I appreciate him and I love him. And it was really good. You know, she died a few months later and it was really good for me to know, like, I have my sister's blessing, we wow. do, you know? So that was the one time I did not defend you. Okay. But then the third part is, oh. is that I have defended you. Really? Yes. Well, how is that? There was, was a, that? there was a Rivera chat and you know how those go. Oh, You're okay. in a couple of them. Oh, well, this okay. chat is just the brothers and the sister. Che's in heaven, so I'm sure she sees it all. She thinks we're fools, but even Pastor Pete was in this one. They were all in this one. Uh -huh. We were chatting about something, and then someone, one of the guys, text like, um, oh, look, here's Abel. And I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, I saw Abel at an event. I'm like, what? And it was some guy, and I didn't appreciate what the guy looked like. Okay. I'm like, that looks nothing like my husband. And they were all laughing. Oh, like, yeah, the dark hair, blah, 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 whatever. And, and I'm like, that's not funny. And you have to understand, these are all my older brothers. So I don't stand up to them. They ha ellos tienen la razón. You know, the younger one always is quiet. But I was mad. I was like, first of all, Abel's not here to defend himself. It's not funny. The guy does not look like my man. And why don't you say something nice to him once in a while? Oh, Seriously. And so... That ended that. The, the joke was over. The chat was over. We've never been in that oh, chat again. Never, yeah, no, I, I ruined it. it. Oh, yeah. So okay. see, I have defended you. All right. And it was because, you know what? Like like I said, if Juan and you were talking and yeah. you were in the room, cool. cool. Usted, I do. But if you're not in the chat, if you're not in the room, they're talking about you. And he hasn't said anything nice about you. Yeah. Then I do get upset and I do defend you. And they don't joke with me anymore about you, about <laughs> anything, well, about a lot of stuff. But well, before I finish, just to Lupe's credit, flash forward a lot of years later, um, 
uh, before Lupita's quinceañera, you know how he gave really nice words right. about Brenda? Right. I just want you to know he gives those words about you. Mm. He's told me in private, like, hey, hey, Rosa, just tell your man I said thank you because he's been there for you when, when none of us could or none of us would. Yeah. And just, it tienes a un, un marido fregón, you know? And so he does say that now that he knows you. Right. So maybe now if he jokes around with you, I can hang. Yeah. But... I don't let anyone talk about the people that I love, not in my presence. It can even be someone I don't like because I believe like that brother and sister that you were eavesdropping on, his silence is saying, I agree with you. Yeah. So you have to say something. I think that's the key. Yeah. That's a good point. And sometimes you've gotten a little bit too quiet when people talk about me. Oh, all right. Mm -hmm. All right. You know what? Look, that's a serious story. Mm -hmm. I need, I think I need my own segment. You need a little break? Yeah. All right. Let's, let's take let's a little do, break. Let's take a breather. Is it time to put the heat back in your relationship with breakfast, but a hot breakfast just sounds like too much work? Well, it's time to head over to the egg aisle and pick up Just Crack an Egg. It's a hot, fluffy breakfast scramble that'll have you back in hot breakfast love in less than two minutes. All you've got to do is add a fresh egg to their hearty breakfast fixings, then stir, microwave, and reignite your love of breakfast. And something else you'll love about Just Crack an Egg is that it has no artificial flavors, dyes, or preservatives. But even better is how fluffy and cheesy and delicious it is. It comes in seven different varieties, including their three brand new kinds, veggie, southwest style, and a protein pack scramble. Or you can just stick to the classics like Denver or All-American. So don't wait for the weekend to get a little hot, hearty breakfast love in your AM. It's time to run with your arms wide open to the egg aisle and take breakfast back with Just Crack an Egg. All right, guys, welcome back from the break. Okay, it's my I'm turn sipping now. sipping some tea. It's actually coffee, go but ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. Spill you, the tea. You drink, you drink your little tea. Mm. Ah, all right, guys, a little context here, okay? <laughs> we were dating. Mm-hmm. We're 10 years apart. 10 years apart. In church. Yes. Mm -hmm. Just barely began dating. Uh, kind of kind of blew up in our face because we were secretly dating. Mm -hmm. uh, I wanted to uh, tell your mama, and dude, you did not. No, I didn't. Mm -mm. Uh and uh, it it all blew up in, in my face, in yeah, our face. Really mm -hmm. And the whole church found out that we were dating and they mm -hmm. thought it was weird and, and they thought that it wasn't right. And yeah. more than anything, above everything else, our mamas hated, the, hated yeah, that idea. Both of them. You know, uh, my mama hated the idea. Her mom hated the idea mm -hmm. of us being And they together. let us know. And they let us know. Mm -hmm. And so we had a meeting uh, back then. I mean, if you go to church, if you've ever been in a Christian church, especially a Hispanic one. I call it the somehow, spiritual court. Yeah, there was somehow, literally. Yeah. I was I was the defendant. Yeah. Abel's mama was the plaintiff. Oh, Todos los ancianos so, de la iglesia were the oh, jury. Geez. Pastor was the judge. You know what? My mama wasn't there. <laughs> but I'm glad she wasn't there because it would have not been okay. Anyway, so we did it that we did it that way. And uh they there was this uh this meeting that was had. This Jesus meeting that I look back Jesus. now. This meeting that I look back now and I was like, damn, I wish, I wish I knew what I knew now. I wish yeah. I knew I was m more mature. I wish I was more courageous. I wish I was more confident in who I was and what mm -hmm. I was doing in life, you know? Mm -hmm. And my mom just went off, you know? And part of me looks back now and I'm like, you know what? We'd probably go off too. I'd, I'd go off too. If if we have yeah. Casey right now and she's mm -hmm. 16 and she's still a teen and stuff like that. If Dating, anybody yeah. 10 years younger or, you know, we'd feel the same way. And yeah. so possibly right, rightfully so she went off, but it was my, it was my position as a man, as a guy that really loved this girl. Cause by then I really thought 
I ha- we had something. And mm-hmm. I, I need you guys to understand, I think I've said this in podcasts before, but I knew from a very young age that if you date, it's to figure out if you want to marry somebody. Right. And so I was not just wanting to date or be with Rosie for anything other than the fact that we could possibly one day be together. And right. we were get really, really getting to know each other. Mm-hmm. And my mom went off. She she talked a lot. And and, and like I said, um, I didn't. I said nothing. I was quiet the entire time. I honestly, I blocked. I blocked everything out. I don't remember anything other than like a chair where Pastor was sitting, where my mom was standing, and where you were sitting. I remember, That's all I remember some of it. It was really tough for me. God was changing me anyway because I have a tongue and yeah. I, it's sharp like a sword, like a little knife. But God was already working in me and uh, be quiet, you know, don't defend yourself. I'll defend you. Yeah. Um, especially when I'm wrong, because there's times that we're we're wrong. Yeah. And, I, and I you and I were wrong um, about stuff that had been going on. Not necessarily maybe about the dating, because obviously I believe we're we're here and God put us together. And I mean, well, God is in us, is in this. But, you know, she was right for some of the stuff she was saying. So I couldn't I couldn't fight her and tell her, hey, you're wrong because yeah. she wasn't. But it was very painful to sit there and hear everything that was being said about me when some stuff she probably didn't understand about me. And that's yeah. where you want to defend yourself. I didn't want to defend my actions. I wanted to defend my character. character. Wow. And I think that's where it gets difficult. When family is talking about our spouses, it gets it gets very touchy when they attack the person. Because, you know, maybe she didn't cook the best lasagna. Well, you could say, pues no le salió bien la lasagna. Maybe if you have the place to give an opinion, but you shouldn't say she's a bad cook. Like, I don't think we should attack their character. I don't think we should attack like, oh, she is something. He is a flojo. She is dirty. Like, we don't know that. Maybe just today the house wasn't clean. Um, But I think as a family, you really have to be careful when people are attacking your spouse directly, especially their character. So in that moment, I really didn't step up and I didn't do what I was supposed to. Now, fast forward to today, I think I'm a completely different man. You would do it. What would you do now? Huh? What would you do now? I mean, if that ever happened with my mom again, I'd tell her she's out of line. And I'd tell her, I'd really... How would you do it, though? I mean, obviously, respectfully. Right. You know, granted, my mom would never do that. I don't think she would ever do that. She's been great. Literally, both of them. My mom and your mom, yes, have completely changed and turned around. The day we got married, Um, they stopped. Yeah, they stopped. And then there's become a great relationship and good love between all four of us. Um, Mm -hmm. One day, you weren't here. Nobody was here. It was just me and your mom. And I think she cut cut her finger with, like, a knife or a switchblade or something like that. And... I was here and she let me help her and she oh, was there and, and you know and so I think I think that's cool and then obviously she's done great things like cook me tinga or or frijoles puercos back when I could have that yeah, yeah. you know um, but just God is good but now back and down your to mom today. is one of my close friends like yeah. sometimes I call her mom and sometimes it's just hey friend when we yeah. have to discuss other things so I'm, I'm really blessed that I genuinely have a good relationship with yeah. my suegra that even sounds weird because that terminology usually is bad but no right. like she's your mom is my friend she's my mom fast forward mm-hmm. eight nine years later I think I'm a completely different man you've seen me change you know what the problem was babe mm-hmm. is that there are some people that are born and they speak up their mind and they fight that's and us. then and then there are other people that are born and and I don't know if it's a latchkey thing, I don't know if it's a single parent thing, I don't mm. know if it's a grew up in poverty thing, mm. but there are people that live their life, baby. Mm. They they live their life to not cause problems. 
Don't wow. do this because it's going to cause problems. Don't do this because we can't afford to get you wow. kicked out of school and get suspended, Abel. Don't speak up. Don't get into problems because wow. you're going to get into this fight and then you, something could happen to you and we don't have problem. We don't have money don't to, have go to, the doc- to go to the doctor. Wow. Don't, don't do any of this. You know, and granted, there are some people that have that and, and they grew up in those circumstances, but son bravos and they'll stick up for their rights. Yeah. But then there was those people and I think I grew up as one of those people subconsciously because mom never told me not to stick up for myself. I was just always that you kid, always worried about putting more stress yeah. on my mom which is why I never got into fights never had any issues never got suspended because but then I was also bullied and I just oh. never said anything you know it's just you grow up you grow up with that mentality of don't say anything para que no haya problemas en that's la casa. so good and you know what babe we still see that now yeah. like when stuff like El Paso happens when when there's discrimination when ICE is just raiding cities. We don't stand up. We, we're not doing marches. You know, yeah. we, we just post on Facebook hoping, oh, well, they can't find me, you yeah. know? But I think our, uh, that fear is genuine and it's valid yeah. because we, sh- you know, many people could have a reason to be scared, but my, my family was also scared, but I was blessed that I had four brothers and a really tough sister. So I yeah. knew that I could stand up and they'd teach me to fight or they'd expect me to fight you know, to fight back, to stand up for myself. And, you know, I've said it many times, me having to be a bee sometimes has really gotten me through some things because there was no one else to defend me. So I get you now, but see, I didn't know that back then. Yeah. And so, but it is what it is. I didn't, I didn't defend you in that moment. And I think that really can leave a scar. And I think that did leave a scar in our relationship to the Mm -hmm. point where you think that I will never defend you now if we ever get into an issue. I don't, I don't expect it to be honest. I don't, I don't think I put that pressure on you anymore. Um, I don't know if I still desire it, to be yeah. honest, but I, I don't expect it. I'm, wow. I'm like, okay, like, I'm going to defend myself or I'm going to have, you know, call Juan to defend me. Like, say, it, you know, or I just ask God, you know, please defend me. Um, losing Che really meant like, dude, I lost one of my big defenders yeah. and Juan will still do it. And my mom will still do it on social media. And, and it's not that I want them to, but honestly, it does feel it good. It feels good to have someone, somebody has your back. That someone's with and, you in the battle. And you know what, babe? I, I want to go back to these eight years ago and I want to say one, I'm sorry. Mm. And say two, I honestly, babe, I know I screwed up. I really messed up. And I've waited for that moment again to be able to do it right. Mm. You know, when somebody does something wrong. And granted, I've done it and I've said it. And there's been moments where I have to hold my tongue either with uh, just, you know, with just but people that have... come across our lives, people that are important to us, people that yeah. aren't important to us, where I'm like, it's best I don't say anything because yo voy a quedar mal and yeah. they're going to be the okay. The media, I know. You know? And, or, or we'll look bad. But well, no, with the media, I've, I've told them, I mean, obviously I, I don't give them what they want. You're so very they respectful. want a scandal. So mm-hmm. I, I've told, I've told certain either cameramen or, or reporteros that they're just, they're just bad people. You're yeah. just, uh, that's, that's why I'm not going to let you give her the interview, you know? Yeah. Um, there's, then there's other people that just want a scandal and with them, I just ignore them. I'm polite and I tell you, no, it's not, it's just not going to happen, mm-hmm. you know? But yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd love for that moment because I think things have changed in my life to the right. point where I understand what it is that your family has come from because sometimes you do need to, put your foot down if not people step all over you and i've seen that happen in in my life and in my mom's life and stuff like that and so i've learned the best of both worlds so i mean i i granted it'd be amazing if we i never have to defend you because nobody ever attacks you like that nobody Mm. that really matters or not not a situation where you need to be stood up for yeah but I, i i want to know i want you to know that i'll be there 
that I want to defend you and that I, it's not just crap that I'm saying right now into this mic, but that you are important and I know who you really are and I'm not going to let anybody defame who you are and, and the type of person you are. Thank you. But honestly, baby, that's, that's the whole point of this podcast is that that guy at, at that table messed up by not saying anything. And I don't want to be that guy ever, you yeah. know? I don't ever want to be that just to save face, just to not cause more problems, just to not have an issue, just to not have an uncomfortable moment. That's not more important than you knowing that you're defended. And, and I think that just goes all the way around because you know what, babe? As, as, as great of a, a relationship or, or, or tan bravo que eres or how courageous you are or how raw you are or however you want to say it, people have, might have messed up. And you know what? You have, you listening right now, your spouse or you yourself probably have messed up yeah. and not defended your spouse at some time. Yeah. So it's about finding that forgiveness and then rebuilding that relationship so you yeah. guys can feel that I, I, my spouse got my back. Yeah. And I feel that now and you saying that, I mean, it, it, I, I'm getting teary eyed because it really means a lot to me. And I believe you, babe. I believe you. And obviously you showed me that you didn't believe what people were saying about my character because you stayed, first of all, and you have stayed and you've never let other people's opinions sway you from you getting to know me. So that means a lot. And, you know, I'm glad we could have these conversations and yeah. really get to know each other because I thought you didn't defend me because you didn't, you believed what they said. No. And now I know it, it has nothing to do with me. It has more to do with the way he was brought up. Yeah. So to you, to our listeners, what we want there to be is a healing process. Maybe you're still with your spouse. Maybe it happened five years ago, two days ago. Maybe it's still happening now because sometimes family has way too much of an opinion and, and it takes the, the spouse standing up to say, don't talk about my wife and you don't have to be rude and you yeah. definitely don't have to fight. Don't cause any drama on Christmas. Yeah. I mean, just say it respectfully. Please respect my wife because she is mine and I am hers. Yeah. You are, you are attacking me when you attack her. Yeah. We are one, you know, you can say stuff like that and let people know, you know, that's not how I see her. Yeah. Maybe you don't understand her, please, especially if she's not in the room or if she is in the room. And, and maybe this has happened in your relationship. Yeah. Um, so I think there has to be a sit down to say carefully with, with respect and love, babe, you know, your sister said, that I'm a floja. I, I clean this house every day, baby. Why didn't you say anything? Yeah. And really hear them and hear because he's going to give you an answer that really means something to him. Maybe he's scared of his sister. Maybe his sister used to hit him a lot when he was a kid and that's still in him. Like maybe there is a reason beyond you that goes into his background. Maybe standing up to family is really hard and you guys both have to do that together. Right. Maybe. If they start talking about your spouse, you don't say anything. You just say, I'm going to step away from this conversation. Yeah. It was nice seeing you. I'm going to leave now. And that'll start leaving imprints. But what really matters more than what other people think is what each other think. Mm -hmm. So Abel saying sorry right now. And, you know, and I, I, I don't think, I don't know if you knew about what happened on October 31st, but I'm sorry. I was really, I felt really bad that I didn't defend you, that I, that I was more afraid of, 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 you know, messing with the waters with Lupe rather than defending my husband. Mm. So I'm sorry that that happened. I try to make it up to you later when it came up. I said, yeah. oh, if it ever happens again, they're going to hear me. And I just, you know, I'm sorry that that happened. And I need you to know that I defend you in different ways of like, if a man calls me mamacita on Instagram, that's, that's mm. a 
direct disrespect to you. So I delete it. I'm like, don't be gross with me. Yeah, I do like, the same. When they call me papacito, I find it so really? gross. Really? This girl said it. you were looking good the other day. I said, thank you. I said, I'll let him know. <laughs> so if you were on my live and you said, que guapo está tu esposo, she had said it twice. I want you to know. Oh. Like, the, the, you've it's, been it changing. Probably, it was probably no. like an Instagram mess up and they sent it twice. No, 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 no. It was once on my live and once on my comments. Oh, oh Really? Okay. So I just said thank you because I think it's true. I mean... You, I've always thought you're a very sexy man, but you, you have really grown into the man that I knew you were going to be like, yeah. I, you know, and you're, you are that man. So, um, but anyway, I just, I think as what we want to bring you to your relationship yeah. is a deep conversation and healing. You have to search into your heart and say, does my husband defend me? Do I feel he can defend me? And do I defend and respect my husband? One of the most damaging things you can do in marriage is speak badly about your husband or allow someone to speak badly about your spouse when they're not there. Yeah. And if you've done that, then you have to go to your spouse and say, I'm sorry. Mm. Say you guys had a fight and then you got to go tell your comadre. Just, oh my God, he's, I don't know, so dirty. Like, maybe you didn't have to say like that. Yeah. You know, maybe you could also talk about you or if you're talking to your mentors, that's one thing. But now you're telling your prima and the vecina. And you have to recognize that you've been wrong for doing that because you don't like it when your sister-in-law talks about you. Mm. So I really want there to be healing. I'm going to pray for you guys because it's going to be a tough conversation that you probably have, but it can be a really, really good and healing one that can join you guys together to say we're on each other's team. It's us against the world sometimes. Yeah. So um, let me pray for you guys. I thank you, Lord, for letting Abel and I have this mm -hmm. moment where we can get to a point of knowing that we defend each other, Lord, that we have each other's back, that we understand that if someone attacks me, they're attacking him and vice versa because we are one. And for our listeners, Lord, for that person driving in the, her car, for that man that's that's listening because his wife told him to listen, like I pray for them right now and ask them to be able to join together in peace and in love and in respect and talk about these difficult topics and if they have not defended each other that they may be able to say sorry and forgive each other and that they may have the courage to stand up for each other in a peaceful respectful way one day and that that may join them closer lord we are becoming one we are becoming one with you so thank you lord help us and help them as they have these conversations and bring healing to their life and restore their relationships yes jesus i ask you lord for courage i ask you lord to give them courage to be able to stand up for their spouses especially in the hardest time which is with their family mm. and when they do so god i pray that those family members be able to understand that they are only doing their job and they don't do something stupid or silly yes, like mess up the family and right. no longer go to parties or mm. no longer speak to them or anything like that but that they just understand they yeah. screwed up they messed up they were out of line and that was it and then they yeah. go back to being a good family god i just i pray for those people father god that grew up like me mm. uh, in a state of mind of just don't bring any more problems don't cause problems stay out of trouble do whatever you can just stay quiet it doesn't matter as long as it doesn't bring a problem and ask you to break them free from that mentality and know that some things are just worth getting in trouble for some things are mm. worth the uncomfortableness if especially if it makes your spouse feel that they are being defended and that they are loved and that they are a priority and that they're first mm. jesus christ i ask you to just come in and just do something great in these relationships restore and mend relationships because i know i know that i know that this has been scars and many mm. hearts and so i just ask you to do that and i pray lord that you keep healing us yes, and god. that you just let us be there for each other and defend us 
Thank you guys so much for today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. You're so sexy when you pray. This has been the power of us. Follow us at Rosie Rivera and at Abel's Worship. And guys, leave your comments. Yeah, let like, us know what you guys want to hear. Did you guys have hear. this conversation? DM us. I read them. Abel reads them. You know, let us know what you guys want to talk about. Yeah. Give us your testimonies because they really fill us up too. We'll see you guys next week. Hola, my name is Enrique Santos, presentador de Tu Mañana y On The Move. Quiero invitarte a escuchar mi nuevo podcast, Hola, My Name Is, donde hablo con artistas, líderes de nuestra comunidad y personas como tú. Mi meta es que juntos conozcamos más sobre los triunfos y las derrotas de mis invitados y que a través de sus historias nos empoderen y nos motiven a superarnos. Lanzamos el show con Jay Balvin. He's awesome. Un artista colombiano que ha revolucionado la música latina y que sigue superando récords mundiales. Él nos cuenta abiertamente sobre sus inicios, el secreto de su éxito y los aprendizajes que lo ayudan a preservar su autenticidad. A partir de este martes, 7 de abril, podrás acompañarme todas las semanas a conocer más a fondo a un invitado especial. Puedes encontrar mi podcast en la aplicación digital de iHeartRadio, la descargas gratis o en donde prefieras escuchar tus podcasts. Hola, my name is The Podcast a partir de este 7 de abril.